welcome back to That's Entertaining, episode 11. And I am Justin Pickard, one of your lovely hosts, and joining me again is Mr. Hollywood himself, Nathan Thomas. Uh, yes, uh, this is Chopper 5. We are broadcasting live from Los Angeles, California. The weather is uh, very nice. There is no snow on the ground. And uh, the 401 and the 101 is currently back up from News Chopper 5. Back to you, Justin. Oh, thank you. That is a lovely... Uh, are, you, are you calling from a helicopter? I was. <laughs> oh, oh, you're, oh you're, you're on the ground again. Wow. Oh yeah, oh, that's a feat. Uh, wow! I, I jumped out and I parachuted down, and now I'm on the ground, ladies and gentlemen, safe and sound, uh, <laughs> broadcasting live from Los Angeles. Uh, but I guess it's I'm broadcasting live, but recording it. So when you listen to this, it's not going to be live, but it's live to me and Justin. So yeah, yeah I'm gonna consider this live because it's live for me. So, and we really don't edit too much stuff out. So. Uh, live is what you get for the most part. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm traveling this week, as you may have ascertained. Um, I am in Los Angeles, California. First time I've been to Los Angeles, and the first time I've been to LA since I was like seven or eight. So it's been a number of years. Or wait, what did I say? First time I've been to LA ever. <laughs> first California, time I've been to California right? within like seven or eight years. Yeah. Uh, plus, uh, I am ready for bed. I've been overworked this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, you and me both. I, I, I'm sure you've got, you've, not only have you got the work, but you've also got a little bit of jet lag and travel lag, too. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm sure you're feeling a little worse than I am, even. We're, we're broadcasting, obviously, we, we've always been separated by time zones, because uh, I'm in the Central, typically, and Justin is in Eastern. But this week, now I'm in Pacific, so there's a three-hour time difference. So I don't even know what time it is because my, my computer tells me it's 10 o'clock, which I think that is central time, so I think it's 11 o'clock for Justin. Oh, man, this is uh, time travel stuff. Time zones, man. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you get to experience it. I've never traveled far enough to experience time travel. <laughs> well, you know... Once you get the power of Superman and can fly as fast as you want and turn back time, uh, then you'll never you'll you'll never have the worry of running out of time, or then you will experience for truth time travel. Ooh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> and I have well, to apologize too for the audio this week. I am without my super mic, uh, so I'm just using my built-in microphone on my laptop. So. Please excuse the substandard microphone conditions and recording that you may or may not hear this week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, uh, listeners. I already uh, lashed him and uh, I punished him for uh, having subpar uh, recording equipment on a, on a long trip to L.A. <laughs> Anyways... Well, I mean, with all the travel stuff, uh, have you been? Have you had time to squeeze in some entertainment stuff? So a little bit. Um, on the plane, I was able to watch uh, our movie for this week, as well as I started Thor. Wait, uh, hold on. I've watched our movie for this week, which is Thor, and I also started watching RoboCop, the the reboot. Uh, so. That's some stuff I've been entertained by. And I also read Darth Vader number one, the comic. 
uh, on the flight too. And when I read that, I was listening to the Revenge of the Sith soundtrack. Excellent <laughs> pairing, by the way. So good. So if you if you have the opportunity to live revenge to listen to the Revenge of the Sith soundtrack and uh, read Darth Vader, highly recommended. Um, but before my flight, uh, I did get a chance to get some stuff in as far as entertaining goes. Uh, Parks and Rec had its finale episode. Uh, excellent show. I think I've probably talked about it before in the show. But Justin, do you watch Parks and Rec? Uh, yeah, I, I've I've gone through everything that's on Netflix, and I actually just got my wife. Uh, she just started watching it from the very beginning, so we're actually gonna be making our way through, and hopefully we'll. I, I'll either purchase the last season or wait until next year. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we are we're big fans of Parks and Rec. Awesome. The, the finale is excellent. The, la- the, the last season uh, had a lot of good stuff to it, trying to cram a lot of stuff in it, obviously, but um, it, it kind of showed you what was happening. I think it's two years in the future from now, and then it also like, flash forward like up to 20 years for different characters to kind of see uh, where their stories go. So it was a good finale. Uh, Agent Carter also had the season finale for that show. Um, and that uh, was a really good show uh, for this season, by the way. So definitely, if you are interested in the Marvel Universe, which if you're listening to this podcast, likely you are, um, definitely check it out, uh, the show. It was solid for the, for the first season, which was a short season. I don't know how many episodes. I think maybe eight. Um, eight or ten. But it's definitely uh, a good story worth watching. So those are the two TV shows that I watched, and they were both finales. seems to be that time of year where you have some of the finales coming on. Um, and then, like I mentioned, I started watching the RoboCop reboot, uh, or remake, whatever you want to call it, on the plane. I haven't been able to finish that yet. Probably finish that maybe tonight after we get done recording, actually. Uh, and so far, uh, it's okay. Um... <laughs> Oh, a glowing review. <laughs> Put that on the box. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, Sam Jackson is in it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he's in everything. And he plays... I love the character that he plays in there because he's he's this... He's this person, like, you know... I, like, you look at different news outlets that are out there and they twist stuff just to, to fit their agenda, to fit what they're saying. Uh, and he plays that role perfectly in this movie. Like, stuff is happening, and he's like, oh, no, see, it did this and this. It doesn't even bring out the bad thing that it did. Um, but, yeah, it his character is funny in it. Um, but it's it's interesting. I will finish it. But it's not like, oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. It's kind of like, okay, I started. i got to finish it now. But it it's not bad. It's just, it's okay. <laughs> Well, I uh, can't wait to dive into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the gaming side, I think the only thing I've really done is, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, played the Dead or Alive 5 last round. Oh, boy. Uh, so, I don't know. Are you familiar with the Dead or Alive series? Uh, I mean, I, I know of them. I've never played any of them. Okay. So, I mean, it's, it's a decent fighting game, uh, the series as a whole. I mean, I liked one of them. Um, that was on 360 that had the Master... Or it wasn't the Master Chief, but it was a Spartan uh, that you could play as. Mm-hmm. So I liked that That's one. Cool. So this is the first one I've played since then. I figured I'd give it a shot because like, there was like a trial that you could play. Yeah. And I played a couple matches, but 
that game kept locking up on me and just kept, you know, crashing. And I played it on the Xbox One, so I don't know if it's the game or if it's just the Xbox One version, but it kept locking up. So after a couple of things, uh, times that that happened, I'm just like, all right, forget this. I'm not really invested in it anyway. Just deleted it. And I'll probably never go back. But if I do, maybe it'll be patched by then. Um, and one more thing uh, before I just... One more thing on the TV side, or actually, I guess it's movies. I did watch the Oscars. Um, mm. They were long this year, as I think they probably usually are, hosted by Neil Patrick Harris. It was uh, an entertaining show to watch. You could obviously see all the stars there. I'm actually not that far from where the Oscars were uh, took place right now, actually, which is kind of weird. So, I mean, you and I are both from, you know, I guess you'd call it the Midwest, it's kind of a huge separation when you think about it. Like, you never think that every the entertainment industry is pretty much booming out here. That's what's out here in L.A. And uh, you never think about actually being there everywhere that you see that's on the TV, right? Like on the, mm-hmm. on the news shows and stuff like E! or whatever. And it's so weird actually being here. Because, um, like... Tomorrow I'm probably going to drive by Grauman's Chinese Theater, you know, where they have the Walk of Fame and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Like I saw the Hollywood sign as I was driving to the office. It's just, it's weird to actually be here at a place that you've seen so many times in movies. Um, But to actually be here in person is completely different. As well, the other weird thing is, um, did you play Grand Theft Auto V? Yeah, I played it through. Yeah, on 360 I played it through the whole thing. So, you know, the the city there is pretty much Los Angeles. Yeah, um, it's like a condensed version, of, you know, but a lot of the landmarks are still there. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the stuff, like the big buildings and stuff that are actually here are in the game. So it's so weird, like, seeing all that stuff and just, it's almost like you're inside a game or a movie just being here in the area, just seeing everything you've already seen, but now actually here. It's so weird for me, honestly. I have to say that just coming from the Midwest to be here and seeing all of these little landmarks and everything that you've seen, or you know, the uh, in Grand Theft Auto, I think it was the FIB building. I think it's the the U.S. Bank building in actuality here. Mm-hmm. I've jumped off that a few times in the game, but I mean, <laughs> it's it's so so crazy to be out here and see the the sights and stuff out here. It's it's cool. Uh, the weather out here is amazing. Um, it's like. I think it's like 70 or 65 right now. Here. All right, I'm going to have to cut you off right there. I don't want to hear about <laughs> the weather out there, okay, buddy? It's well, about when I left, four degrees outside, okay? Well, yeah. When I left Illinois, it was about the same. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I leave and I have my coat and I have my hats and everything. And I have gloves and stuff when I'm driving to the airport, uh, you know, in Peoria. And then I get on the flight and I I come here and it's just like, oh, la-di-da, summer. This is February for us. And I'm like, are you serious? This is February. Last <laughs> night I went to a restaurant and I was like, "This is February. I should put on a coat before I walk outside." But it was it's <laughs> it's the weather out here is just like this all the time, I guess. So I may have to look at making a life decision and move out here at some point because it's just I'm, I'm telling the weather, you that's, man. That's the the way to do it. We we gotta get out of this crap. It's not it's not working for us. I I agree wholeheartedly. But anyway, I digress. Um, so the Oscars were good. Um, yeah. There was that weird thing with John Travolta holding uh, the singer of last year's Oscar winner, uh, Let It Go, 
holding her face and weird and it was just weird but uh, <laughs> uh the, kissing her or something yeah i see i see yeah. a lot of people photo having some fun with photoshop with that yeah like i see oh, it was really really weird yeah he's a weird man all of a sudden <laughs> yeah but uh so i watched those and uh i didn't I didn't have a dog in in the race at all, as far as what I was rooting for. But I was surprised to see Big Hero Six won the uh, the winning for best animated movie. But that's fine by me. Uh, yeah. And uh, Birdman, Marvel, which I Mar- haven't Marvel's seen. Marvel's first Oscar win. <laughs> yeah, but it, so it is technically a Marvel movie, but it's not like it's uh it's Disney animation, um, and mm. Marvel was like nowhere to be seen in any of the marketing materials. And I don't even know if they're credited in the actual I, film itself from what i heard is they they do flip through they do that marvel you know like the sign comes up at the beginning of the movie i don't but think that's, so that is I s- it i saw it in the theaters and i don't remember mm, seeing that maybe not because I, uh, I remember seeing the the disney like the the do 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 that thing at the beginning of it mm-hmm. uh, with the castle and stuff but i don't remember seeing the marvel logo hmm I think you're confusing all these Marvel movies we're watching and just putting them there. <laughs> just everything I watch is a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, other than that, I've just been busy. I've been working. I've been preparing for this business trip that I had to come out here for all week. So, I've been working a lot on that. Uh, I haven't had a ton of time to play any games or really be entertained by much else. But, uh, yeah, that's that's me this week. How about you? Well, I've also been ridiculously busy this week. Um, so apparently when you take, uh, two weeks off of work and school, uh, there's quite a bit of catching up to do. Yeah, don't say. Yeah, so at work, it's, uh, you know, I work in a manufacturing company, so end of the month usually gets pretty busy. Well, it's a a little busier when, uh, the work you should have gotten done during two weeks is still sitting there. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. uh, we crazy busy at work like a lot of pressure and then yeah catching up on school and stuff so it's just been a very busy tiring week but i did have the opportunity to uh rent the order 1886 did you beat it in one sitting uh okay so here's the story um first off i got it from a red box which uh, the red boxes in uh, Grand Rapids or Michigan, so far, I, this is the first game I've seen that was next gen. Yeah, I've never seen uh, a next gen game in a red box around here. Or yeah, around like, Peoria. I was, I was like, I was super. I, I just, I was just checking out, and you know, I was like, eh, maybe I'll see if they have any games or something. And I was like, oh, the order is available, so I got it, picked it up. Well, I come home, and then uh, I was getting ready to play it, and. Then my wife wanted to watch some movies, and uh, we did that instead. And then, uh, then she went to work. You know, she works third shift, and then I fell asleep. I started playing the game. <laughs> Welcome I, to married life. <laughs> I I played for about half hour to forty five minutes, and I started to fall asleep. Uh, and then, so that was that. That was my experience with the order eighteen eighty six. Because uh, the next day I had to get back to homework and stuff. So that's, yeah. So did you take it back? Oh, yeah, I took it back the next day. Or the, I think I, I kept it for, like, one more night, and I was going to try again to play it. And then I was just, like, getting ready to play it. And I was like, I'm just too tired. <laughs> what, why, why am I like this? What is this fatigue that is wearing on me? 
Yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm uh, aged 40 years. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I will be renting it again very soon because I, I, mean, I want to play it. I, I will say, the first half hour, very beautiful looking. <laughs> it's a gorgeous looking game. Uh, but that's, I really don't have anything to say about it yet, because I, I mean, and, uh, the reviews have been out for a while, I think it's just, it's not stellar, not bad, it's just a game, but I'm, I'm ready to play it. Yeah, I mean, if I had a PS4, I would still play it, I don't know if I would buy it, I'd probably Redbox it, or rent it, if I could, because, I mean, the length of it, but I, I do want, it looks like it's cool, but I mean, it doesn't really look like it's my scene, though, as far as the game goes, honestly, but I do... I would play it just because it's an exclusive and it's something new to play, I think. Exactly. That's why, I mean, I'm looking for something new and it's, you know, new new IP. And I'm assuming that they're going to do all right on sales and probably make a second one, from what I've heard, a sequel. Mm-hmm. And hopefully with a sequel they can fix. I mean, that's, in, you know, I think a lot of people are forgetting. Like, this is a brand new IP and the studio that's making this game, they've never made, like, a new IP for themselves. They've always, they worked on God of War... And uh, some other Sony properties, but it, it wasn't their own. So I figured, I mean, give them this first game, you know, like set up a world. Maybe a, maybe the sequel will be a more critically uh, welcome. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't really. If it's a game that I want to play that I'm interested in, I still wouldn't really even care much unless it got like a zero from the critics' ratings. But I yeah. would. I'd still give it a shot. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna uh, pick it up and play. It. I'm I'm glad it's in Redbox because it gives me that opportunity to, to do that. So, um, but yeah, so that's about it for games. Uh, I I have not had any time. Um, uh, haven't I've been you know watching Parks and Rec on Netflix. Uh, a little bit of House of Cards still. I'm working my way through the second season because I believe the third season comes out on Netflix tomorrow. The 27th? Oh, man, that's so... I'm excited. I am yeah. excited. Yeah, I am uh, I'm very excited. I'm. I Since I'm already halfway through the second season, I'm going to finish it out before I even start the third. So uh, I had all intentions to re-watch it up to the, like, the new uh, episodes. I watched the first episode, and then I got sidetracked and did other things, and I haven't watched anything else since. I've already seen them before, obviously, but I was going to refresh myself. Yeah. I will say, um, I noticed uh, if you go to, uh, uh, at least on my PlayStation, I don't think my Xbox has it too, um, if you go to House of Cards, they have a preview for the first season, and then they have a preview for like the story arc overall. And it's just like a three-minute, four-minute video, uh, kind of quickly going through the events that happened, uh, yeah. which is pretty cool, because they go over some of the big, you know, the big stuff, the spoilery stuff um, that you'll want to know before you start the third season. Yeah, so, I'll probably like look on YouTube or something for like a uh, uh, previously on Netflix or exactly. House that, of Cards. That, that's exactly how it's uh, labeled on Netflix. It's like a previously on uh, House of Cards. Nice. So uh, yeah, um, I uh, uh, I had some uh, friends at work that uh, really wanted. They I've got a list of movies that I need to watch. I've got the backlog from our show. You know, uh-huh. with indie and uh, Mighty Python, Mighty Python, and, and uh, Spaceballs, and I'm sure other things will come up. Uh, <laughs> but um, I've also got a list of movies that everyone at work wants me to watch. 
Uh, one of those was um, a Clockwork Orange. Uh, okay. Which is, uh, quite a bit older movie. Um, uh, it's a weird, really weird, violent movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick. Uh, he's really famous. So I'm watching through that right now. It's a weird, violent movie. Uh, I can see how I, I'm enjoying it actually. Uh, the music's actually really, really cool in it. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, my buddy was telling me about it. It's they actually it was like one of the first movie. I think it was the first movie to use a synthesizer uh, as the soundtrack, <laughs> the entire soundtrack. Uh-huh. And they just play like Beethoven and uh, other classical music on a synthesizer for the first time, and uh, it's pretty cool. It's a it's a it's a weird movie, but I like the music. Yeah, that could be cool. And uh, I only got one more thing to say, and uh, it sure is cold out here. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I'm gonna be heading back to the same stuff here, but right now I'm gonna make sure I try to enjoy it while I can. Absolutely, enjoy every second of it, because when you get back here, it'll still be horrible. So, <laughs> <laughs> I went to a place out here tonight called the Standard. Um, it was pretty neat because, like, you go up to the the roof of this place, and uh, you could see the skyline of L.A. And you could get uh, drinks, or you can get you know food up there. Um, they played some, you know, just some uh, music for ambience and stuff. But man, come out to LA and if you're cold and stuff, and don't want to go to Florida, it's it's a nice <laughs> alternative. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I do want to go to California someday. Um, California, check, California, um, and check it out. So uh, hopefully, I can do that. Yeah. Well. Uh, you want to move into some entertaining news this week? Well, sure. Do you All have right. a, a, another uh, awesome news transitional music that you want to present with us? Uh, no, not this week. Um, my brain's about half functioning right now, so I think uh, I think those uh, musical uh, brain cells are not functioning. Hmm. <laughs> Let me give it a I shot. Told, hey, listen, buddy. I told you on the first time that you needed to uh, record me. And, I did. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> it's true, you are. Um, and then just replay that music every single time. <laughs> My lovely and I tones. did that for the, the, the couple weeks where you were missing. But <laughs> I think it's something that we need to have live from Justin each week. But since you don't have the musical souls firing, I'll give it a shot. Tell me what you think of this. Oh, that was very good. Uh, I actually I thought you just pulled out like a trombone or something. It sounded very, uh, very uh, musical. I liked it. <laughs> anyway, I'm, sorry. Let's I'm move sure on. you did. This nonsense. Um, Into the news. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first thing. Uh, this is actually about games. Uh, Arkham Knight came. Uh, trailer came out this week. A new trailer. And also the announcement that this game was going to be M rated. Yes. Uh, which uh, I mean, which I mean, for us being adult gamers, doesn't seem that big of a deal. But as far as I know, this is actually the first time. Any Batman property, like in movie or video game, has ever been rated like the M or R rating. Like all the other games have been uh, under, you know, haven't been M, and no movie has been rated R yet. Uh, so I mean, this is going to be a darker game for sure. Mhm. Yeah, and I saw like the quote on this from the developer was that 
it wasn't intentional for them to go for an M rating, so it's not like they were trying for it. Yeah. Um, but just they didn't want to soften the story that they were trying to tell, so they they wrote what they wanted to do and submitted what they wanted to make, and that's what it came back as. So they're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, I mean, and uh, this doesn't mean Batman's gonna turn into a mass murderer or anything. It's no, I mean, just, Batman's I'm, still gonna be Batman, obviously. Exactly. Uh, I'm sure it's just. Uh, one or too many dark themes or something, you know. Well, well it looks and, like from that trailer that Scarecrow is like the main bad. So yeah, yeah. if he's the main bad, then you've got a lot of weird stuff that Scarecrow can throw on the screen that would make things disturbing to say exactly. the least. Nightmarish, uh, distortion, you know, distorted worlds and stuff, which can be very disturbing. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I can't wait for this game though. Uh, I skipped. Uh, what was the last Origins. one? Origins. Yeah, I skipped that one because I knew it wasn't the same developers. And it was a uh, good story, though. Yeah, and I, I just, I, I'm actually glad I did because I now I'm, I think I would still be a little bit burnt out on that series, like that same combat style and everything. So, but now I'm really excited to get back into it because it's been a while since I played Arkham City. So, yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm hoping that the game is good. Obviously, they delayed it. So they can put more finishing touches and stuff on it. That's probably a wise decision. But yeah, as far as games coming out this year that are confirmed to come out, like that's the first one I'm really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And that's Absolutely. in June or yeah. July. I think it's June. Yeah, June second. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's June. Um. And as far as games go, do you have do you have Forza Horizon two? I do. That game is amazing. Awesome. I thought you had talked about this before, but um, there is going to be a standalone DLC uh, that is Fast and Furious themed, yeah, as in the movie. I, I'm, I have no qualms against this. In fact, so here's my thought, is that so movie tie-ins usually tend to be on the not good side of things. Um, but this makes perfect sense because it's an excellent game. It's a great game. It'll be good for the game because it'll draw attention from the movie base to the game. And it's good for the movie because it's a good game. So it's not going to have a bad tie-in. Uh, so I'm all for it because more Forza Horizon 2. And the biggest thing about this one is that for the first, I think it's almost for the first month that it's out, uh, just before and just after the release of Fast and Furious 7 movie, it's going to be free. Yeah, which is really cool. And it's uh, standalone, and um, which means you don't need the game. I think it's promotion for the movie and it's promotion for the game because you get this free DLC that's Fast and Furious themed, and you're like, well, hey, this engine, everything about I mean, because it is Forza Horizon 2. It just It's probably going to be skinned with... Uh, Fast and Furious themed stuff and some story stuff, you know, a little bit of story stuff. I there, think I, there's I think, no story. I mean, well, there, well, I th- there's I think, a race from here to here. There yeah, you go. well, I think I'd seen that as like you were doing missions for Ludacris or something from the Fast and Furious <laughs> uh, series. So uh, it'll be, I think it'll be fun. Um, but I, I like, I really like this idea of like you already have a really good game, uh, proven game, you know. And Horizon Two, and then, like adding the movie instead of basing an entire game around a, a movie or a movie franchise, like they would have a good game, and they just like g- gave it a DLC with a movie theme. 
Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that could work in other games, you know, if you looked at yeah. a first-person shooter or something, you, you could have a DLC that came out that kind of skinned everything and may, maybe added a different story of a movie theme or something. Yeah, so, uh, like, what's that movie that's coming out that's a sequel, kind of, to District 9? Uh, uh, Char- Cha- Charlie? Ch- Chappie. Chappie. So, like, they should make a, a DLC for, I don't know, like, Call of Duty or Halo or something that's like a level that's chappy and make that standalone and free and i think i think this is a good trend if it, it if it continues because you pair it with a solid game and i'm sure that it's beneficial for both companies that make it why not do it yeah absolutely so i i, I hope this does well or they get good numbers out of this and like maybe try it again or Maybe at least like uh, the Verizon, the Forza guys will try it, um, try it again with maybe another kind of racing movie or something. Just a uh, maybe uh, the transporter or something. Uh, <laughs> that'd, that'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I'm another thing I'm excited for because uh, you know I've been playing through Far Cry Four. Uh, I'm really, uh, really into that game. I think it's an amazing game. Uh, they already had one DLC come out for it that I didn't purchase, um, but they announced their second DLC, and it is uh, going to be based around the Abominable Snowman, <laughs> uh, which they showed some screenshots, and he's in the game. You have to take him down, I think, and uh, or there's like a pack of them or something. I'm not sure, but uh, uh, I thought that was interesting. I'm excited for that. I might actually... I usually don't ever pick up DLC for games, like, rarely, because... I already have a backlog of games to yeah. play, but um, I really like Far Cry Four, and I might actually pick that out. Cool. Uh, so yeah. Um. Also, another big thing, uh, especially on my side with PlayStation, uh, PlayStation announced a big sale. Um, and this is called the Spring Fever PSN sale. And uh, basically, what it is, it's uh. You know, like, uh, Xbox Live always had the games of gold or, the, like, the Summer of Gold or whatever, where they're releasing yep. new games but discounting them while they're releasing them. Uh, this is the same thing. Uh, we're getting a new game uh, about every week, um, starting with Hell Divers on March 3rd, um, which that's, uh, for PlayStation and Vita people, that's been... Uh, Highly anticipated. Yeah, Helldivers coming out. Uh, then Hotline Miami 2. Uh, then uh, a game called Jamestown. Uh, Metal Slug 3. Then Axiom Verge is coming out on March 31st. Uh, which, have you heard about that game at all? No. Uh, it's like a really old school and uh, inspired game. Like a 2D game. Uh, it kind of looks like it shoots like Contra did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like really sci-fi-ish. Uh, but I guess one guy, one guy, a single guy has made it for like the last six years or something. Um, but it looks amazing. It looks like a really good uh, game that I'll... Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to pick that up. Cool. Uh, and then after that, Bastion's going to come out on PS4. Uh, Titan Souls come out and... Uh, Shovel Knight's gonna come out on 
April 21st. That's the final game, which I'm really excited for that. So I still need to play that. I, I got it. It was on sale for like 10 bucks on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I picked that up, and I still need to play that. I've heard nothing but good about it. Yeah. So I, I'm very excited. I, I'm really into that uh, sale. So I'm, I'm going to probably pick up a few of those. So... But I've got something I know that will be on sale that you'll be interested in. Oh? Yes. Uh, how would you like a completely gold Mario amiibo? Like solid gold? Like Oscar, but Mario? Um. Well, I'm not sure of if it's solid gold. <laughs> I, have, I have a feeling... Uh, <coughs> Um, I mean, you can purchase this and uh, take it to your local um, uh, um, gold exchange and see what they say. I have a feeling it's not going to be worth a whole lot, um, except for the $15 that it uh, costs. Um, but uh, yeah, if you haven't heard, uh, there is a, a gold edition uh, Mario Amiibo coming uh, to the U.S. on uh, March 20th. Um, and, uh, it's exclusive to Walmart, and mm. it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a completely golden Mario Amiibo. So, I, like I have mentioned, I have been kind of out of commission on the news cycle of stuff. Uh, is this, can he be, um, pre-ordered now? Uh, you know, I'm looking it out, and I don't know if you can pre-order this, uh, guy. Um. Yes, I don't know. You have to check in with Walmart. I'm not really sure. Uh, I'm not seeing uh anywhere. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Hello, Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Can, can I can I pre-order Mario? Who? Mario, the the gold Mario. Uh, hold on. Let me transfer to electronics. Okay. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> That's pretty much how that would go. And the guy guy in electronics would be like, "What? What's a Mario?" What's an amiibo? <laughs> gold? We don't have. We don't sell gold here, sir. <laughs> we I mean, don't right. sell gold. Who do yeah. you think this is? Uh, yeah, uh, but I think this is gonna be somewhat exclusive, or uh, like even like I, don't, I think it's gonna be a rare amiibo find even. So I don't know if you'll be able to pre-order or not, or if it's just gonna be a mad grab on March twentieth, or what. But um, it's uh, that's the same day that Mario Party Ten is released, which will have amiibo functionality. So I think that's the inspiration behind behind this uh, announcement. So do you think you'll even try to get that, or? Uh, I mean, I'll try, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I think I I don't think I put this in any of my notes, but. Uh, I did get a new amiibo this week, actually. I got the Mega Man amiibo, so oh, amiibo okay. update. There you okay. go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, we'll we'll put in some music for that uh, for the <laughs> amiibo, weekly amiibo update. Uh, hey, I got a question for you. Yes. Have you ever heard of Toe Jam and Earl? I have heard of it. I don't know exactly what it is. Okay, uh, neither do I. So, uh, I think it's an old school adventure game. Yeah, uh, I think so. Kind of akin to Sam and Max or something like that. Yeah, uh, so um, it got a Kickstarter. Uh, I think people have been asking for a new 
Toad Jam and Earl or a remake for like years now. Uh, but there's a Kickstarter out for that, and people are excited. I'm Yay. not. Yay! <laughs> but cause I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know I'm excited for the people who are excited. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's it's uh, and it's like a positive. Like you always see so much negative, so many negative Kickstarters and stuff, or why are they doing Kickstarter? But people are genuinely excited in supporting this. Yeah. So excited for that. But uh, yeah, uh, what else we got going on for news this week? Um, oh yeah, some more. Oh, uh, I forgot about this. Um, did you see the? Avengers stuff going on this week at all? Did I see the Avengers stuff? Yes, I did, sir. Absolutely. it's uh, It's been around, and um, so a couple posters have come out this week. Uh, another Avengers poster with all of the characters on the front page. I think those came out, like, I was in the airport in O'Hare, and I saw those, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> You're like, everyone, look, look, they're here! <laughs> and then the lady next to me was like, huh? And, I was like, oh. <laughs> and you're like, just put your earbuds back in. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so a couple more posters came out. There was a Avengers poster. Then there was one with just Iron Man on the cover. Uh, there's a Hulk one. Um, but also, uh, Mr. Robert Downey Jr. teased that there will be a big announcement next week mm-hmm. relating to uh, the Iron Man character. I, I mean, no one's really sure what it's relating to. He just expect a big announcement next week so hopefully it's something interesting i wonder if it's relating to the fact that it hasn't been announced yet officially but danny elfman is gonna score it Mm. because if you look closely at that poster you know it has all the credits and stuff for like actors and directed by it also has score by and in that poster in the small area it says danny elfman so this will be the first um official marvel production movie that he's done obviously he did uh the original or not the original but the 1989 batman and i think batman returns as well he did the spider-man uh raimi movies um and other things so i'm not exactly sure i think i think it'll be a good score but it's i'm hoping that it fits well a lot of his music is very it stands out a lot in in movies um mm. like sometimes it sometimes it doesn't quite fit the scene but other times it fits it perfectly so i'm really hoping that it's good um danny elfman's obviously been scoring uh movies for a while um you may also know him from the simpsons opening theme song i think he did that uh pretty sure he did that so but yeah that'll be uh uh a good listen when that comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and there was some Aquaman news this week. Yeah, so, I mean, we all knew that Aquaman was going to be in the the new, let's just call it Justice League movie. I think it's called Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, there is a poster that was released that featured Jason Momoa. Uh, as Aquaman, which looks like a pretty cool-looking Aquaman, a guy you wouldn't want to mess with. Yeah. Not like the typical one that you'd see in the comics and stuff that people refer to, but um, in in uh, big white letters on the, uh, on the picture, it said, Unite the Seven. And so there's been a lot of memes going around with the Unite the Seven now, but 
yeah, so there's that poster release. It's a pretty cool poster. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, check out the new Aquaman poster. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, and that yeah, he looks uh, pretty cool. I was a little yeah, I'm not like a huge Jason Momoa fan or anything, because honestly, like he hasn't played like a real role. Like he's always played like big buff guys and like not a lot of dialogue and stuff. Like he played Conan and he was in uh, Game of Thrones. So I I don't I I I'm sure he has acted in other movies. Like but I just haven't seen him in like a dialogue heavy movie yet. So I'm curious uh, how this will turn out. But yeah, he looks really awesome in that poster. What makes you think he's going to have dialogue that you can hear, man? He's going to be talking to fish, not people. Oh, that's, that's true. Maybe it'll just be a made-up language, and then I won't know any different, so whatever. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, I'm excited for that, though. Um, yeah. uh, did you get a chance to... Have you, have you heard about the Mature Power Rangers fan film that came out this week? Yeah, I haven't had a chance to check it out yet, but I, I saw that it had come out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, the, the dark and gritty Power Rangers. Yeah, I, I gotta check this out. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. Um, it's a fan film. I, I think it was made by, like, James Conn or someone. Like, someone pretty famous, actually. Um, and, yeah, it's dark. There's death in it. And it's, like, a what would be an R-rated uh, Power Rangers. Which I think that, that sounds awesome to me, you know, being an adult now. Uh, but there's a story out this week about um, uh, Jason Frank, the, the the guy who played the Green Ranger uh, in the original series way back in the day. He's been out, uh, you know, kind of protesting this little short, saying that it's not, uh, he doesn't approve of the, the uh, age, the maturity of this film because he thinks uh, Power Rangers should be a killed kid's kid-friendly uh, property mm-hmm. but uh, i thought that was interesting this week that he's kind of that's you know, probably just an excuse to be in the limelight really <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so um that's uh that's pretty much it for news uh i got something here about uh the new alien movie coming in uh are you interested about that at all do you care about the alien movie yeah i've never really I don't think I've seen an alien movie, honestly, which I know that that could be a backlash-worthy remark, so I might be getting the, the feedback that says, what? Yeah, now, you but... should probably, uh, yeah, you're gonna, uh, you're, you're, uh, that's entertaining backlog is starting right now, buddy. I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> uh, you need to at least watch the original, and at least one more, probably, Alien 2, maybe. Or Aliens, sorry. Yeah, I don't know which one. I know some are good, some are bad, but the exactly. original is, is they, always considered to be good. Yeah, the original is more of a horror, uh, really cool sci-fi movie. So, um, but yeah, that uh, Neil Blanc, like we, we were talking about earlier with Chappie and District Nine, uh, Neil Blomkamp, the director of those movies, he's actually been making the next Alien movie. So, and he's uh, kind of ignoring some of the sequels that people. Uh, don't hold in the highest regard so uh it's probably good news for people that are really into the first the original movies yeah so but uh all right and then we got two more things i want to talk about news first i want to talk about march lineup for netflix because it's amazing Ooh. and then and then we got to talk about uh the upcoming movies of march in the theaters so first i'm gonna talk about netflix 
Um, cause, uh, so we've got House of Cards coming out tomorrow, uh, which will be amazing. It'll probably take me a week or two to get through the do, entire do, season. Do, do, do. <laughs> Is that the, the opening, um, the, uh, the beat that plays in the beginning of that show? Uh-huh. Yes. That little piano. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Uh, yes. Amazing. I love hearing that noise. Um. It's not noise, sir. That's a melody. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh. There's two more uh, Netflix um, shows coming out. This uh, uh, premieres Netflix premiere uh, TV premieres. Um, one is uh, called Unbreakable, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is actually. Pre- oh yeah, I saw uh, the the previews for that. It looks funny. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's. Um, it's produced by Tina Fey, or she's directing it or something. Uh, it was originally meant to air on NBC, but I think uh, it just got picked up by Netflix at some point. Um, and it is, uh, it's uh, featuring uh, Allie Kemper, who, she was in The Office, she was the, um, the reception, uh, receptionist, yeah, she was a receptionist from The Office, uh, so that looks really funny, um, that comes out on March 6th, uh, so I'm really excited for that, it's a new series, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited for Netflix to have a, a, a catalog of their own shows starting this year so um tons of really good movies too uh uh comedies coming out um do you watch the archer or or not the uh archer like from fx uh no i've seen episodes but i don't i'm not really like uh, into into it it. yeah um that's uh they're getting another season of that this month or in march and then uh a big one um (laughs) You remember Third Rock from the Sun? Yeah. Well, we are about to get every single episode of Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> so uh, we're going to get that on uh, March 15th. That was a good show. I yeah. like that show. Um, and then uh, here's an interesting one for... Uh, I, I'm not really sure what this is. I haven't seen a whole lot of... I It must have aired last year or something. Uh, Marvel and ESPN... Uh, presents uh genesis have you heard about this no okay so i'm gonna read the description um in a noble attempt to make everything about superheroes marvel and espn teamed up to make a film that explores the notion that superstar athletes are like real life superheroes with not just superpowers but personal tales evoking themes and narratives found in comic books uh, this is featuring Russell okay. Wilson, Carmelo Anthony, Danica Patrick, and more. Uh, Danica so, Patrick. Danica Patrick, yeah. Uh, so I have no idea what the hell this is, uh, but it sounds It sounds like sports stars capitalizing on superhero movies and saying, hey, look at us too. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so I don't know, that's interesting. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It looks interesting, I guess. Pass. Yes. <laughs> uh, but then this is another show I'm really excited for. Uh, the, the second um, uh, Netflix show to premiere um, in March is called Bloodline. Uh, did you see the trailer for this show? Uh-uh. Uh, it's like a drama, a family drama. Uh, it looks like a really dark drama, actually. Um, set somewhere down in the Florida Keys, actually. And... Uh, uh, I don't know. Just uh, go watch the trailer if you haven't seen it. It looks really, really good. 
uh, that comes out on March 20th. So a big month for you know new show. I mean, we're getting House Cards, then two more shows all within all within a month's period of time. So exciting. Nice. And let's move on to movies that we're gonna be watch that we're coming out next month. Yeah, there's actually at least a couple that look interesting. Yeah, um, not like a ton, but there's uh, yeah a few like you said. Um, for the first one for me, it's coming out on the sixth. Uh, I'm actually a little excited for his Chappie that we've mentioned before. Yep. Uh, which. Yeah, it looks like a cool movie about the future with a robot who, like, you know, artificial intelligence, something or another. I don't know. Looks interesting. Doesn't that sounds like a color by numbers thing anymore, right? Uh, where do we want it in the setting? Okay, what do we want? Robots. Okay, movie. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of feel that way. Um, but knowing that it is the guy who did District Nine and uh, Elise, he did Elysium too, didn't he? I believe so. I think it was the same person. Same yeah, uh, I like his like I like his the versions of the, of the future that kind of come out from him. They kind of like they're never like happy. <laughs> Not they're never happy futures. They're everything's always kind of messed up or dark. You know, uh, if you've seen District Nine or uh, Elysium, they both have kind of dark things with them. And isn't Sigourney Weaver in both of those as well? Or at least she's uh, at least in District Nine. No, she, no. Or sorry, she's at least in. She's uh, in Elysium, yeah. Elysium, yeah. She's like the president or whatever. Yeah, she was in that for sure. Uh, which I guess I didn't even put two together that now he's doing Alien, so he'll probably be working with her again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, then what else we got? Uh, Unfinished business. Comedy. Now that one looks funny. Um. I don't think I'll see it. Maybe is it the, that's the Vince Vaughn one. Yeah, they're on a business trip or something like that. Yeah, that does look funny with a little little Franco. Uh, I can't think of his name. <laughs> little Franco. I always call him uh, little Franco. Dave Franco. Yeah, uh, he's pretty funny. He was funny in um, uh, Neighbors. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited for. I, I'm ready for some co- good comedies to come out. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second best exotic marigold. Uh, hotel. hotel, yeah. Uh, it's a drama. People have been excited for that one too. Yeah, the People. the first movie had some pretty good critical response uh, to it, so that's always always good, I guess, for another one. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, I don't really have any fight in that or anything. Uh, and then I don't, I don't think anything else comes out on March sixth that I'm too interested in. Uh, some documentaries and whatnot. Uh, but a big one for March 13th will be Cinderella. Yes, sir. Uh, so they, they're doing a live action, uh, Disney's doing a live action Cinderella story. So, uh, and it looks pretty good actually. Um, uh, but along with that, there's been some news out that, um, there's going to be a little, a featurette, uh, of Frozen. Well, actually I think will air with Cinderella. Huh. Uh, I don't know how long it is, but they've been getting out there. I've, I'm sure, I mean, you throw Frozen, you know, say, you know, yeah, you're going to get a little featurette in front of Cinderella. Well, everyone's going to go see Cinderella now because mm-hmm. uh, of how big of a hit Frozen was. Synergy. Yes, absolutely. That's what you get from Disney. 
March 13th. Besides that, it looks kind of bad. Home, Home Sweet Hell sounds like a really awesome movie. Um, pass. Um, Run All Night, uh, another action movie. Which Liam Neeson. Yeah, that's a Liam, Liam, Liam Neeson movie. Um, that one actually looks... I mean, at this point, I'm kind of willing to watch anything with Liam Neeson in it. Because <laughs> they're all the same, but they're all good somehow. So, mm-hmm. uh, until he fails me, I think I might go check that out still. Until he does Taken 4 or, or whatever. Or 6 or, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think 4 is the next one. You know, so I, I successfully did not see that in the theaters. Yeah. Uh, but I will have to, I will see the new Taken movie when it comes out on home video, I'm sure. Yeah, same here. I'm excited for that one. So, and then uh, March 20th, um, Insurgent will be coming out, uh, which is the... Divergent came out a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the sequel to that. I think there's a trilogy coming. Yeah, it's one of the, another one of those young adult movies like Hunger Games, I think. Yeah, so I, I skipped Divergent, so I heard it was, like, all right, but I never got a chance to watch it. It's on Netflix yeah. right now, so I might check it out. If it's on Netflix, I might give it a shot, too, but, yeah, yeah I'm not, not excited for it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's coming out on March 20th. Uh, Gunman is coming out on March 20th as well. Which, uh, that looks, I don't know much about this, but, uh, it's got a really good cast. Javier Bardem. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I always like seeing him in movies, because you never know what he's gonna look like. He's, like, mm-hmm. really, he always looks crazy. Um, well, i never seen it, but what was that movie, The Counselor? Uh, with, gosh, like, I don't remember who was else. Uh, Michael Fassbender was in it, and, uh, but he, i seen the trailers for that, and he had, like, this crazy spiked hair. <laughs> It was just, like, really weird. But, yeah, Javier Bardem, uh, Sean Penn, uh, Idris Elba. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, it's a um, it's a drama or action movie coming out. So, oh, that actually looks interesting. I might check that out. And then, if we move forward, March 27th, we're going to get uh, Home, which is a comedy. And we're also going to get uh, Get Hard, which is another comedy, uh, which I've seen the trailers for Get Hard. I actually think that looks kind of funny. It's got um, Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. Yeah, that one looks like... So just looking at the cast listing, I think Get Hard will probably have a better... Uh, will probably be a better or a funnier movie because of that cast. And looking at uh, Home, I mean, Rihanna... Yeah, Jim Parsons. <laughs> he's funny on uh, uh, Big Bang Theory, but I don't think he's he's not a TV actor or a movie actor. Yeah. And then you got Jennifer Lopez, who no, all her movies oh. are flops. Oh, this is a DreamWorks movie. Yeah, and then you got uh, uh, Steve Martin as well on that one. So yeah, which I'm I'm over Steve Martin. So I've seen him enough in enough things now. Uh, but, I mean, so, really, after looking at this list, March is a really weak month. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I'm looking, yeah, so, uh, nothing too exciting there, which, uh, I mean, Chappie's probably the the most interesting movie in this month. Yeah, for us, especially, like, you know, and it's a sci-fi movie, um, 
I think that Cinderella is probably going to be a huge hit just because it's a Disney movie. You All know? right, dude. So I was just looking at the, the cast list for Chappie. Yeah. One of the actors is legitimately called Ninja. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> his, his name, his is, name Ninja? is Ninja. Or her name, whatever oh, it is. Oh, yeah, I see that. Wow, Ninja Visser. All right. Uh, that's uh, pretty sweet. Um, another thing I thought was funny about this was that Hugh Jackman's in this. Yeah. Because he was already in that real Steel movie that was about like robots <laughs> with and stuff. So it's like really weird to me that he's in another movie with robots. I mean, I know you can be in more than one movie with robots, but I don't know. But he I was also like... in Days of Future Past with robots, too. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So that's just weird uh, to me. But, uh, I mean, I like Hugh Jackman, so whatever. I'm really excited for uh, Dev Patel. I I really liked him on, um, uh, uh, was it News? News? I'm having a complete blank. What's that show? Will McAvoy. Um, newsroom. The newsroom. Yeah, he was the the uh in the Indian guy who was like the, uh. He did the website for them or whatever in that show. Uh, did you just not watch Newsroom? No. Oh my God. Are you serious? I think that's. I think it's an HBO show. Yeah. I don't care. I don't have HBO. Oh come on. You're killing me. Okay, that be beyond anything else, you need to watch Newsroom. That is a phenomenal show. <laughs> that is so good. Oh, I can't believe you've never seen that. Hey, if HBO ever finally launches their standalone service, I I, I will I'll give it a shot. It's coming out this year. I think they already announced that it will be coming out this year. Uh, it's supposed to be in time for Game of Thrones, but we'll see if it actually happens. If it makes yeah, it. Yeah, that's only like a couple months away, so we'll see. Uh, right? Is this summer? Summer? I don't know. I don't, who knows? I don't know. Uh, I have HBO and I don't even know. But, uh... Whoa. Whoa. Uh, so yeah, that, those are the movies for March. So, uh, I would say look forward to that, but I guess look forward to Chappie and that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyways, what do you say we move into our, uh, entertaining thoughts? So we are going to be talking about Thor this week, the fourth movie in the Marvel series, uh, Cinematic Universe. Uh, so I was I was thinking last week you were talking about, what should we call this? I mean, we've just been calling it a series. But if you want to give it a, a, a kind of comic booky name, kind of, you know, we should call it our Marvel Collection. Oh, the, our, our, our Marvel Collection. I like that. Um, and, uh... We'll, do we have to split our collections up when we move on to uh, uh, Phase 2 after Avengers? Or? Yeah, I mean, it'll still be part of the Marvel collection. That's very true. So I, th- I think we'll be all right with that. Uh, well, anyways, 
So, uh, Thor, uh, fourth movie. Um, for me, I will say this is this is one of the weirder. This is another movie that I thought they were taking a little bit of a risk on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it didn't. It, I mean, it, they took a risk on it, but overall, I thought it was an okay movie. I mean, it wasn't like Guardians amazing. Mm-hmm. The the risk reward with Guardians was greater than with Thor. Yeah. Well, my thing with Thor is uh, this is the first. You know, it's the fourth movie. But this is the first one that's like goes into the galaxy, you know. I mean, essentially, Thor is an alien. Mm-hmm. You know that that he is, you know, he's a god from another world or whatever you want to say. But like, in our terms today, like, he's an alien, and a lot of this movie is set in space and other planets and stuff. So, uh, I know it's one reason. Like, I I've never been able to get my wife uh, into Thor. Like, she loves Thor in Avengers, but. She has tried watching, like, started watching Thor a few times and never been able to finish the movie. Well, you also kind of have to accept the way that they're talking is more of a, almost like Shakespearean, you know. Yeah. Uh, the words, because they use speaketh and they use, you know, different words are in, of old English that we don't really use anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which reminds me, we'll get to it uh, in a couple weeks when we get to... Uh, the first Avengers movie, uh, when Tony Stark has this really great line mm-hmm. <laughs> to Thor, and he says, "Does what is uh, Doth thou, mother, know that you weareth her drapes?" <laughs> yeah, uh, mocking uh, Thor, which was uh, I really love that part in uh, Avengers. So, but we'll get mm-hmm. to that um, in a couple weeks. But um, yeah, because it is it's a little off putting at first. But uh, uh, so Thor. Uh, real quick, I'm going to run through kind of uh, the plot a little bit of uh, what happens in Thor. Uh, so, spoiler warning, you have been warned. Warning. Warning. Anyways, uh, so the movie starts out, um, and we're kind of seeing this big epic fight. Uh, it's 1965 AD, apparently. Uh, but Odin, the king of Asgard is fighting the frost giants of Jotunheim. Uh, so right off the bat with this movie, and they, you're like, what the hell is Jotunheim? <laughs> what is Asgard? And, you know, they're the, you know, the leader of the frost giants is Lothi. Uh, so, yeah, it's a weird start to a movie, but uh, very cool, like, looking like, like the frost world is really cool looking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like they it do, was like, a cool fight. I mean, the the rendition of what they showed was cool. Translated yeah. well. Yeah, and I think uh, there's, like, a, a narrator who's kind of talking about, like, uh, what we see as gods or something. I, I can't oh, remember. Oh, it's not just any narrator. That's Anthony Hopkins narrating. Oh, yes, that's, that's true. Because uh, he's that's, starring that's in this Odin. movie as well. Yeah. He is Odin. Um, so, yeah, really cool, like, opening, like, uh, a cool fight scene there. Uh, but then we fast forward to the present... And uh, we see Thor is preparing to uh, take the throne of Asgard. Uh, I, you know, he's, I think there's like a big parade or something. Uh, he's kind of walking up to the throne. And I think he thinks he's going to get the throne of Asgard. Um, but uh, they are interrupted, their celebrations interrupted when uh, some frost giants sneak onto Asgard. And they're trying to steal um, a casket from... Uh, uh, Odin's got like this room of relics and stuff, and uh, they're trying to steal something out of this room. 
Uh, it's a casket of some sort. Which it was never really explained what that was, I don't believe. Yeah, like even looking at like descriptions like this, like no one really cares what it, that was, what they were originally going for. Uh, but uh, then we uh, then we see this is the first time we see cause Thor is obviously a little bit young, uh, and we're seeing that he he's a little bit of a hothead. You could say, because uh, even when Odin, Odin warns him not to do anything, uh, Odin decides to travel to Jotunheim and confront uh, Lofi, the leader of the Frost Giants. Uh, and with you him, mean Thor. You said Odin decides to travel. Oh Thor yeah, yeah, travels. yeah. Thor, yeah, Thor, disobeying his father, uh, he travels to Jotunheim with his brother Loki. Uh, and Sif and the Warriors Three, uh, which their names are Volstag, Fondral, and Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, which um, Loki is going to become a huge character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, and excellent character. I I mean I think he became a fan favorite immediately after this movie. Um, and then uh, Sif, uh, that's the uh, Lady Warrior. Um, that uh, is his uh, Thor's best friend, or one of his best friends, I think. And she, I think she's actually going to be in either Agent Carter. No, she wouldn't be in that. That'd be weird. She must. She be was in, in Agents of Shield already. Um, okay. And she's going to be in it again, I believe. Okay, that's what, okay. I did just see that she was in the news again, so she'll be in Agents of Shield again. So yeah. Uh. But, yeah, they're in uh, Jotunheim, and Odin uh, has this big, uh, even I think, even cooler battle scene with the Frost Giants where he's whipping around Molinir, his hammer, and just uh, smashing at all the Frost Giants. Uh, but uh, something goes wrong. I don't know, like losing the fight or something, and uh, I think Odin shows up to kind of take uh thor back like he kind of steals him back to asgard uh yeah he he tries to say hey i mean uh let's end this now let's not start war but he said thor's already started the war um so yeah they they pretty much say that there's gonna be a war it's inevitable at this point yeah uh so after that whole hoopla uh uh, Thor is cast down to uh, Earth because his father is pretty mad at him. Uh, and Thor lands in New Mexico where uh, Dr. Jane Foster finds him in the middle of the uh, desert. So, And she is played by uh, Natalie Portman. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, so she finds him and... Uh, that's I think that's when you I think you first start getting some humor because uh, most Marvel movies have humor, but uh, his adjustment to Earth and uh, uh, there's some funny scenes with him like eating pancakes or something stupid. Yeah. And he, like he just keeps eating and eating and eating. Um. Uh. But yeah. Also, we uh we meet Doctor Eric Selvig, who will also become uh one of the bigger characters uh in the cinematic universe. But uh, then we see uh, Thor. Thor is trying to find Molnir's hammer, because uh, his hammer got 
landed in a different area of him. He's been looking for it, and it won't it won't come to him like it usually does. And uh, even after he finds it, we, he finds it in a shield facility. They're keeping track Whoa, of it. Hold on. Whoa. You you missed the Stan Lee cameo. Oh, where was that? So there was a, a scene where it shows all the uh, all the people trying to to pull Mjolnir out of the out of the ground, and so this guy shows up with his truck and they chain stuff to his truck, and he goes and the bed flies off of his truck and he looks out and like did I get it and that was Stanley. Oh yes, I do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I completely forgot about that part. Yeah, they're like, it's kind of funny because there's just a hammer sitting there and no one can get it. Yeah, I do remember Stanley sitting there. Kind of like Excalibur in the stone. People are just trying to exactly yeah to, to get it. Everyone's trying to get it themselves and prove they're worthy or whatever. Uh, but then uh, Shield finds it, which we actually seen that in the end of last Iron Man two Iron yeah, Man movie. Yeah, Iron Man two. Uh, we've seen that they found it. We've seen Phil Coulson make an appearance and say that they found it. But yeah, so uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. finds it. They're protecting the uh, hammer. And then uh, Thor decides to uh, break into the S.H.I.E.L.D. place. And uh, he gets to Mjolnir and he can't pick his hammer up. Because he's unworthy. And I think this is when he realizes that he did something bad. He's been you know disrespectful and uh disobeying his father's orders and stuff uh we see thor you know kind of at a low point and also our first appearance of uh um the hawk yep hawkeye yeah hawkeye so um we see that because he's kind of following thor around and he asks if he should shoot him and i think uh colson says no i'll just let him go they wanted to see how it would play out, what would happen. Yeah. So, but, uh, so yeah, that's where we're at. Um, and meanwhile, there's some, uh, politics stuff going on in, uh, Asgard. Uh, because I don't remember exactly how, but Loki somehow finds out that he is actually a frost giant. So when he's in, uh, Jotunheim, one of the frost giants touches him, and instead of burning like it did for one of the warriors three, uh, he actually just turned color like he was a frost giant. Mm. So he kind of knew at that point that something was up. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. So yeah, he finds discovers this, and I think we start seeing like a dark side to Loki. Um. Uh, and then Odin, uh, I think from the stress and stuff, and from uh, having to go get uh, Thor off of Jotunheim and all of the warriors, he falls into what they call Odin sleep to recover his strength. Which is like a deep, it's like a coma, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. It's not really sleeping. Uh, I wish I could sleep like that sometimes. I, I might sleep like <laughs> that tonight. Uh, just uh-huh. hand, I might too. Yeah, hands by my side, uh, completely still. And, uh, knocked out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, Loki decides to seize the throne once his father goes into sleep mode, and, uh, and, uh, all of Thor's friends are like, uh, what the hell's going on? Uh, Loki's a dick. Um, oh, whoops. Uh, Loki's not a very nice man, and, um, uh, 
all of uh, Thor's um, warriors and his uh, the Warriors Three decide to go back, go to Earth and rescue Thor. Uh, and by by this point in the movie, Loki is very obviously uh, bad. I mean, he's evil. I mean, he's not like straight up evil as much as he is in future movies, but he's yeah, he's uh, not a good leader. And uh, he once the warriors kind of pat um cross him and go to Earth to save Thor, he uh goes ahead and uh sends the destroyer to kill them all and kill Thor. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, the destroyer is like this huge, uh, metallic robot, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you can just, it doesn't really have any, like, skeletal structure or anything to it. It looks like it's just a, an armor with a, like a, almost like a plasma or some sort of core that uh, is its weapon. Yeah, and I, I think I read a little bit, like, because the Destroyer is actually, like, from the comics at some point, too. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, a, it's powered by, like, magic, and it listens to uh, the King of Asgard, so which at the time was Loki, so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, nonetheless, uh, after the Warriors find Thor, um, uh, the Destroyer gets down there and... Uh, uh, putting a whooping on all the warriors, and uh, mm-hmm. this is when we see Thor. I think he like tries to sacrifice. Like he, he, I think he realizes he needs to sacrifice himself to the yeah. destroyer to stop all of the craziness. Uh, and in that moment when he was you know selfless, you know, uh, which is kind of a, you know it's always a cheesy thing. Like yeah, uh, he earns mulling your back. So. Also, Molinier, uh, I think they show it, like, blasting from the, the desert in the site and, like, smashing through buildings and stuff to get to Thor. Uh, but, yeah, he gets Molinier back, and uh, then he decides to put a whooping on the destroyer. Yeah. That was pretty cool, that part when he got it back and armored yeah. up and everything again. Yeah, and he, yeah, because uh, as soon as he gets Molinier, his armor comes to him, uh, and then he does, like, a lightning strike onto the destroyer, which is pretty sweet. Uh, which, and that, okay, so that's, I mean, that's like one of, that's like the big, kind of, the that is the big fight, really, for this movie. Um, because after that, uh, I get a little confused about, like, what exactly happened at the end of this movie. Um, because uh, I know there was just, like, a lot of drama with Loki, and I can't remember if he, like, it says he tried killing one of the, the Frost Giants, like his father. So, yeah, he wanted to... He let the Frost Giants in, first off, uh, to have him... To have the Frost Giant kill Odin, so that way Loki could be king. So he was trying to be mischievous and manipulating the Frost Giants to take care of him for him. Which he agreed... The Frost Giant agrees to do that. And he comes in, and then just as he's about to kill Odin, uh, Loki uh, kills him instead, so that way Odin can see him saving uh, his life. And... Loki can then be a hero, mm. the one like he always wanted to be like Thor. So now he's a hero, like yeah. Thor was saving his dad or his father. Yeah. So really, all this movie is about is uh, just uh, a jealous brother. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, a, a jealous brother who, um, who 
uh, turns evil because he's not, uh, uh, he's the younger, not as cool brother, you know. Uh, let's, let's he's the adopted brother. Yes, that's true. Yeah, he was adopted. Um, but, uh, what, so how, because Thor knows that Loki, um, I mean, he, he sent the destroyer to kill him. Uh, so I think Thor returns to Asgard, and that's uh, they kind of face off a little bit on the the Bifrost fridge bridge. <laughs> the Bifrost. <laughs> I mean, come on, uh, that would be a pretty good name for a fridge. Uh, if I if I ever made a refrigerator, it would definitely be the Bifrost Bifrost fridge. Uh, I mean, yeah. you could have two two levels of cooling. You could have a uh, dual, so it's a Bifrost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and, yeah, that Bifrost Bridge. Um, uh, Bifrost Bridge, uh, which is, that's, like, their gateway to other worlds and stuff. Uh, so it's very important to Asgard and, uh, Odin and Thor. <laughs> it's their gateway to the freezer. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, it's a gateway to many things. Um, mostly just, uh... A lot of pizza rolls, so it's <laughs> and some some vodka in there and some uh, uh, some frozen pizzas. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, I've got a, fri- a freezer full, a fridge. Sorry, a fridge full of. We've got like thirty of those stupid like Smirnoff drink things. Oh man, those are nice. Uh, we I don't know, we bought them like on our trip because we thought everyone else would want to drink them. <laughs> and, of course, no one did, and everyone bought their own drinks. And I just have this fridge full of nasty booze that I do not want. <laughs> uh, so I think we're actually going to have people over and, like, force everyone to drink our booze. Um, <laughs> along with all the wine that everyone got us for our wedding, which... Because we're not wine drinkers, but, like, I love the gift, but a boatload of people got us wine, and we're like, well, we don't really drink wine, so uh, we're going to have a moment. We're going to have to have a little party with that. Um, anyway. Well, even if you had Thor over, he'd be, after you give him a drink, he'd, if he liked it, he'd smash all your glasses and be like, oh, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah, I really like that when he smashes uh, glass, or like pounds the tables or something. He's like, you can just ask for whatever. He's like, I did. Because <laughs> like, no. yeah. he, he demands more or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's awesome. There's some there's some pretty decent humor in this movie. Yeah, I mean, it, they, I mean, uh, a, a key to a Marvel movie, it seems, is to have some quality humor. That's not over the top, so it's not like a, a comedy movie, mm-hmm. but it actually has a lot of good comic relief. Yeah, there. it's like really good fish-out-of-the-water humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. But anyways, back to the end of this movie. Um, uh, basically, what it boils down to is that Loki tries destroying the Bifrost Bridge, right? Well, no, Loki tries to, dis- to use the Bifrost Bridge to destroy the Jotunheim. Um, so basically it was said earlier in the movie that, um, uh, the gatekeeper played by Idris Elba couldn't keep a gate open forever because if he did, it would destroy whatever planet it was on. And so what Loki was going to do was just keep the fridge, uh, <laughs> the fridge, the bridge open on the Jotunheim. And so then it becomes like a death star almost, but not quite as potent and, uh, just causes destruction on uh, the place that it's being focused at. So Loki was wanting to do that. He was wanting to destroy the Jotunheim. But then Thor, trying to stop him, realizes that the only way that he can actually stop it 
is to destroy the bridge itself uh, and uh, save the frost giants. Mm, okay, yeah, I do that. Yep, you're uh, you're making a lot of sense. That's that's exactly how that happens. I kind of forget. Like it's a weird ending. Like, like a lot of happen, a lot happens, and they're you know using all of their you know words for worlds and stuff. So I just get confused. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so the bridge does get destroyed, um, and uh, there's a scene where Thor is like holding Loki up on the side of the bridge, right? Well, so before that, and I like this part, um, to kind of stop Loki from coming at him so he, you know, gets him on the ground, he puts Mjolnir on him, (laughs) and because, you know, Loki's not worthy, he can't move Mjolnir, Mm. so it's just weighting him down and keeping him down, so that was kind of a cool little bit there. Um, But yeah, so Loki then is, because right as Thor does the final blow to break the bridge, Loki's in the air, lunging towards him, um, and uh, obviously, when the bridge is broken, then he he continues on past him, and Thor grabs him, and then Odin comes out of nowhere and grabs Thor, um, and so it's kind of you know, oh, I need you to you know <laughs> hold on to me, save me, and then I forget exactly what Loki says to Odin. It's like I did this for you or something like that. Mm-hmm. I did this for, you know, for us, and Odin was just like, no, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, and then, uh, you are my adopted child. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there's some, then, there's some really good, like, brotherly drama going on there. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, sons and fathers and things like that. Yeah. Um, But then uh, he's like, he realizes that, I mean, he's lost to Odin at that point. Uh, so he just lets go, and we assume that he may be gone, but we just don't know where he goes at the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, we get a hint. Well, because uh, that's the end of the movie. Uh, um, and we kind of forgot to mention it, but Thor kind of fell in love with Jane Foster while he was in, on Earth, right? Uh, it was a more convincing love story than all of episodes 1, 2, and 3 when Natalie Portman was playing Senator <laughs> um, Amidala. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, Natalie Portman, uh, I mean, I mean, still, though, even in this movie, like, she's such, like, a quiet actor, like, she doesn't, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, uh, Thor's in love with her, right, and, uh, but he can't get back to Earth, because, uh, the bridge is broken, uh, so that's, like, uh, that's kind of how that movie really ends, is, He's there, he's on uh, Asgard, and uh, he admits that he was never ready to be king. Um, and uh, Jane and her team are still trying to figure out a way to get get to Asgard, really, because, you know, she misses Thor, too. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the end of the movie, we think. Uh, but then there's this uh, cool scene, the, the infamous, uh, you know, uh, post-credit scene. Marvel post-credit scene. Um, we see uh, Nick Fury uh, opens up a briefcase and he shows uh, a mysterious cube-shaped object, which up to this point, we don't know what that object is, but we will next week. Um, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, next week. Yep. Uh, um, but uh, he's talking to, uh, what's his Eric Salvig, the um, mm-hmm. doctor. 
and uh, he's a- he's asking him to uh, pretty much study this mysterious cube-shaped object. And this is when we get a glimpse of Loki again. Uh, post-credit scene. He's he's uh, prompting Selvig, like he's telling him what to say, or like mm-hmm. controlling his thoughts, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, Selvig agrees to work on the object. So that's worth a look. Yes. So uh, that uh, that all plays into uh, the Avengers, of course. Yep. So that's it. That's Thor in a nutshell. Okay, bye. <laughs> uh, no, uh, okay. Uh, first, um, uh, so in this movie, what do you think was your favorite scene or scenes? Uh, I mean, the ending stands out like, like, cause I'm a big drama guy and like all of the fan, like, uh, the stuff between Thor and, Loki, uh, I like a lot. I, cause I wasn't like a huge fan of the action scenes in this movie, actually. Um, but I really liked some of the drama, the brotherly drama and stuff. So I think that last scene, really. Because uh, you can see how hard it is on Thor when he sees him fall. Because mm-hmm. at that point, they think that Loki's dead. You know, we know differently now because of the post credit scene. But, uh, you know, they think he's dead. So I like, I kind of like that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? I don't know. I think my favorite scenes were really like kind of the funny ones and goofy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, was when like he got hit by the uh, the the car the second time, and uh, and then he or when the first time when he got hit, and then the girl tased him, and like he was you can't do this to the mighty Thor, and then he got you know uh, injected by uh, something that kind of put him to sleep. Uh, and then he got hit the second time by the different car, and Natalie Portman's character's like, "I'm sorry, I don't mean. I'm really not trying to do this." Um, and then, like you know, that other goofy scene where he's in the diner and he's like, "Oh, this is good," and throws it down. Like, Another. <laughs> yeah, that is a so, that is a good uh, funny scene. Yeah. Um, those those are really the scenes that I I like in this movie a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's not any diminishing factor or anything, but I really think that they nailed the fish out of water type thing with those scenes. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, what did you think about, like, uh, how did you feel uh, about the casting and the acting of this movie? Um, so, I thought it was a good casting with, uh, uh, I want to say Chris Pine. But it's, it's Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth, yeah. Yeah, as, uh, as Thor, because, I mean, really to this point, he was kind of an unknown. Um, and now, obviously, he's, he's a megastar because he's Thor. Um, but I thought he was, he did a really well, a really good job acting. Um, I think before this, the only thing I knew him from before this was, uh, Star Trek. He played Kirk's dad, uh, for like all of a minute and a half. Um, oh, that was him? I didn't know that. Yeah, at the beginning of Star Trek. Yeah, I didn't, yep. I didn't realize that. Um, so he, uh, I thought he did a good job, good acting. Uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki is amazing yeah. casting. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they really they they, they really they they struck gold with him, because um, he was a relatively unknown actor too, wasn't he? I th- I think he's more of a I think he was more of a known quantity. Uh, to me, I don't I didn't really know him from anything, but I think he was more a, known than in yeah, like maybe he, the British scene. Was he a British actor before? Yeah, yeah. So that might be why we do, I don't recognize him as much as I didn't recognize him right away. You know. 
but he probably was, you know, I think you're, I think you're right about that, but yeah, awesome. yeah. I really, I think that's why I like some of their scenes the most. Uh, and I think going forward in all of the movies, you'll find that like any scene with Thor or oh, with Loki is just awesome. Mm-hmm. So, uh, cause he's a, you know, they call him silver tongued or whatever. Cause he's, you know, when he speaks, it's uh very engaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I love the casting of Thor. I think Chris Hemsworth, I mean, it's hard to imagine now, like, especially with like Robert Downey Jr. And some of the other people that they cast as these superheroes, like I see them like now when I think of those superheroes, I only think of those actors. So it's hard now thinking like, well, what if it was someone else? You know, what would yeah. have been like? If this movie was made in the eighties, it would have been Schwarzenegger. I mean, yeah. <laughs> who else could you have been able to <laughs> yeah, cast? Yeah, that's in that true. One? Yeah, uh, and then this movie would have been horrible. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm struggling. I wish I had a good. <laughs> I was trying. I was gonna try to do a, a stupid Schwarzenegger uh, voice, but I. I <laughs> that's all. That's that is exactly what I was going through my head. Is like I want to say words, but when I think of his voice, I just think of noises. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the governor. Um, yeah. Anyways, we'll move forward. Uh, what? How? Uh, what do you think of the music? The score. The score was really good, really well done. I mean, it was, it was fantastical, fantastical. I don't know. Maybe that's not a word, but I just made it up. Put it in the dictionary. <laughs> um, because it was when you were in Asgard. It was this really good march, this really cool sounding music, um, and then uh, the battle music that they had was really good too. But I thought the score in this movie was actually really, really good. I, I. I liked it. I think it's by Patrick Doyle, if I remember correctly. Um, who I don't know his other works, but he... Uh, this uh, soundtrack was... It was impressive. I liked it. Uh, yeah, I agree, too. I mean, you're more of the score guy, so uh, I'll uh, let you stick with the expertise, but uh, it felt, if everything fit well with the movie. That's uh, what I'll say. I, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, well, uh... As our usual, I uh, we how do you feel about uh, ranking the mar- the four Marvel movies thus far? So, um, in order from lowest to highest, um, at this point, Incredible Hulk is my lowest. Then Thor, then Iron Man two, then Iron Man. Hmm. So Iron Man's my number one. Yes. Okay. I uh, I can get behind that. Uh, I think I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, I probably contradicted myself so many times already with with an only three weeks. I think I'm gonna go with Iron Man, two as my favorite. Uh, so you're doing this backwards of the way I did it. Yes, I am. Cause uh, doing it the same way as you would only make sense. So why would I do that? <laughs> Uh, Iron Man 2 would be my... So, so you blow the lead because now everybody knows your favorite. Like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Iron Man 2 would be my favorite. Uh, then Iron Man. Um, then Hulk... Or, no, then Thor. Then Hulk will be my least favorite so far. Okay. So uh, pretty much similar. Just uh, switch around the Iron Mans. Mm-hmm. But uh, Thor is a good movie, so... Uh, 
yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to move forward. Um, I'm really excited for next week. Yeah, next week's gonna be a, a good one. Yes. Looking forward to it when we get to see the first Avenger. Yes. Uh, which I think is awesome. Uh, of course, Captain America. Uh, which I always, I always like. I always have these weird flashbacks. I remember seeing either the TV show or like uh, one of the old old movies. Uh, I remember seeing like Captain America on TV with like it was really bad <laughs> with the red skull and it was just like really bad. Everything was really bad. That's all I remember. There was an old movie, but I can't remember anything about it. But I, there was an old one, yeah. Yeah, I think my dad was watching it or something, and I caught it, and it's like one of those weird memories that just stuck. And I just remember like how awful the Red Skull makeup was, uh, and yeah. So I don't know, <laughs> but I'm excited for next week because uh, uh, it's another great movie. We we'll get to mm-hmm. uh, talk about. Yeah. And then here comes uh, the most depressing part of the show. Do you know what that is? Um, <laughs> depressing. When when we ask a question for the listeners. Uh no, it's <laughs> it shouldn't be depressing. Is the problem? Uh, it's when we oh, it's the part it's part yeah. of the show where we try to give away free things. Uh, where we beg to give away free things, but uh, it's just not happening yet. Come on, people! Free game. It's currently on sale for twenty five bucks, or maybe it's thirty bucks, on the Xbox One Game Store. It's usually fifty or sixty bucks. You can have it full free for Xbox One. All you gotta do is follow us on Twitter and tweet at us with the entertaining code hashtag, and just. Do whatever. <laughs> just do whatever. I love that enthusiasm. Just do, <laughs> just do whatever. Please get it over with. Uh, because then we are just gonna come back with more codes to give away. Yeah. Uh, so I don't care if you are the only person listening to this podcast. Spread the knowledge that you now have that there is a free game available. If they follow, that's entertaining. And tweet, hashtag entertaining code. So, now that we have that over with. So, it's kind of funny. Uh, on Jason Lacey's podcast, Flux Deposed, in the, the latest episode, number 52, uh, they mentioned that we've been trying to give away a game. He was like, come on, guys. These guys are trying to give away a game. Just go follow them on Twitter and win, take this game. It's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're, we're getting outside support. Just to give away free games. Uh, if I w- Which, by the way, Flex Pose podcast is excellent. You should, oh, yes. you should watch or listen. Absolutely. And watch. They have a YouTube channel, too. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jason Lacey is a good uh, friend of ours from the forum, from the Married to the Games forums. And, uh, yeah, um, uh, their their podcast is uh, Flex Post is very good. Uh, so, yeah. Check that out. And we do have a question for you guys this week. We want to know, did you see Thor in theaters? Or have you, I mean, you can even open that up. We always like, uh, you know, opening another question. I mean, maybe have you seen any of uh, the first four Marvel movies in theaters? You know, because you know, for me, I don't 
think... Well, I've seen Hulk, but then I didn't see anything until Avengers. Uh, really? Yeah, and I think it's because I... Like, I knew that Avengers was coming, and, like... But I hadn't gotten, like, on, like, the hype train yet, really, for Marvel movies. Like, I just wasn't paying attention how good they were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but, yeah. So, please tweet at us, at, uh, at EntertainingPod, uh, and uh, let us know uh, if you saw this in theaters or if you've seen the other movies in theaters. You know, I don't... So, I know I saw both the Iron Man movies in theaters... I didn't see the one in the theaters, and I'm not sure if I saw the Incredible Hulk in theater or not. I think I did, but I can't remember for sure. But after Thor, so with like Captain America, I saw all of them in the theater since then. Uh, yeah. Um, and I mean, there was a while for me. I was really busy with uh, school and stuff where I I just didn't have, I didn't get a chance to see a lot of those movies in theaters, but like, um. Obviously, from here going forward, I will see every movie in theaters. Um, but, uh, yeah, I miss a lot of them in theaters, and it's a bummer. But, anyways. Uh, review us on iTunes, please, anyone listening. Uh, maybe you could even mention our free code giveaway in our iTunes <laughs> review. Because uh, I will uh, plug that anywhere at this point. But please review us. Um, I'll say... Uh, uh, I don't care what kind of review it is, really. It just tells good, bad. Uh, nothing below four stars, though, or else. <laughs> or else we will sick the destroyer on you. Or else we're going to send you a code for assassin. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, apparently this is a punishment. Come on, people. Uh, Stitcher, also. Review us on Stitcher. Um, I, uh, I use... Uh, I don't have Stitcher, uh, but I do do reviews on iTunes. So, because um, at the very least, anyone can. I know a lot of people say, "Well, I don't use iTunes. I don't use Stitcher," but everyone has the iTunes account. Just uh, you know, if you want to find us on there, you can give us a review. And then, uh, as always, you know, again, we are at Entertaining Pod on Twitter, and uh, tweet at us. Um, anything you would, and if you want to hear something or you have a subject you would like us to talk about, please tweet us. Uh, or if you want to ask when Justin's going to watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to bug me about that, um, you can uh, tweet at Entertaining Pod. Uh, you can also reach me at, uh, my personal account at jpicky86. That's J-P-I-C-K-Y-86. And you can get me at Sith Nightmare, S I T H K N I G H T M A R E. Yes. And always, you can also email us if that's more your style. Uh, our email is that's entertaining at gmail.com. Indeed. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the 11th episode. Uh, 11 weeks now. That's a long time. Yeah, and I think this might possibly be the shortest episode in like i don't know since a long time maybe since the first or second episode i think we had one short episode <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah we kept it on point tonight i like that We're... kept it on point this is what happens when you put me in a different environment and i just don't i don't i'm not in touch with the news and anything for the week yeah yeah i didn't uh and um you, you uh you did get it one amiibo, amiibo this week but you were uh for the most part cut <laughs> off from your amiibo addiction uh-huh that's right uh so 
that'll do it for this week. Uh, thank you for joining us, as always, and uh, we look forward to you listening next week. Yep. We hope that you were entertained. Thank you.